Welcome to the Patricia Raskin Show, the program that helps you turn obstacles into opportunities, challenges into solutions, and find answers to tough questions. And now, the award-winning powerhouse voice of radio. Here's your host, Patricia Raskin. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome. I'm Patricia Raskin. Welcome to the Patricia Raskin Positive Living Show. In its, I think, 19th year now, I started in 2002 on Voice America, and I've done a lot of radio and television over the years, and very happy to always interview positive, amazing, uplifting people that will help to empower you in your life. And today, I'm, I have uh, a wonderful guest, Sheila Glazov, who we just figured out I've known since 2009. I interviewed her, started interviewing her then, so it's been 11 years, and she's had several books and a brand new book, so let me tell you about Sheila. She's a best-selling author, an internationally known and award-winning professional speaker, passionate educator, and engaging personality expert. Her energy and enthusiasm are contagious. Her innovative programs and books have won her praise in conference rooms and classrooms in the United States and around the world. Encouraging adults and children to recognize and respect the best in themselves and others is the essence of her workshops and her books. Sheila is the author of six books, four nonfiction books and two children's books. She's working on her seventh book, which is the third book in the series, What Color Is Your Brain? And it's written for project managers. The Juvenile Diabetes Research Foundation benefits from all of Sheila's book sales. She has appeared on numerous TV and radio stations, online programs, magazines, newspapers in the U.S. and internationally. And today's Chicago Woman, which is where she lives, selects Sheila as one of the 100 women making a difference. Sheila, wow, I'm delighted to be working with you again. We always are delighted to work together. It's a pleasure. Yes, thank Thank you. you. So let's talk about your newest book. You're going to discuss the relevant and practical business truths in your new book entitled, It's a Family Business Memoir. It's called No Bunk, Just BS, meaning Business Sense, 50 Timeless, Timely and Timeless Truths, Business School cannot teach you. You know, the COVID impact has impacted how many people have changed and adapted their business procedures. And Sheila's book is filled with enduring common sense ideas that are practical and easy for you to business and easy for you to implement in your business. All right. And these truths are as relevant today as they were 60 years ago. Welcome, Sheila. And I'm excited to have you on the program. Me too. Me too. Always excited to work with you. Thank you. Tell us why it was important for you to tell your parents' story. Well, telling my parents' story was extremely important to me when I wrote this book, but I realized how relevant and important it is now because people have been through the COVID and the economy, and they need something to encourage them and inspire them. And as the book title says, it's, it's timely and timeless truths business school cannot teach you. Mm-hmm. And I think we need those old-fashioned truths <laughs> that have helped people through their lives and their business and working with their team members, working with their customers or clients. And that's what I found in writing this book. It was so relevant now, just as it was over 60 years ago. That really hasn't changed, and maybe we need it even more. Even more now, Patricia. Yeah. How did the title of the book evolve? (laughs) So um, my father always said, oh, that's a bunch of bunk, if he didn't agree with something. And I have to tell you, it just happened. I thought, no bunk. That's what he always says. It's not a bunch of bunk. 
this is the truth. That's where that came from. And then I realized that I had so many truths to share with people because I had gotten a call in 2005 from the superintendent of the business my parents started in 1952 to tell me something good and something bad. And I said to him, well, just tell me the bad first, then tell me the good. (laughs) And he told me that the business, the building, was being torn down. And I was devastated. Mm. And he said, would you like the good part? And I said, yes, tell me. He said, your father's library is totally intact. And I thought you would want to come and get your dad's books. Mm. My father and mother were voracious readers, as I am, as my family is. And... Um, when my husband and I went down to the plant to get what we needed, I, we were in his library, and the lovely woman from Human Resources, whom I knew, walked in with these old notebooks, and they were filled with pastel-colored papers. And I immediately mm. knew what they were. They were the newsletters that were written by the employees, not my father, not an advertising agency. Mm. They were written by the employees twice a month. And I would get them all, even when I was in college, they were sent to me. Wherever my husband Mm. and I moved, when we were married, we always got them. And it was Mm. really impressive as we were driving home after packing up the truck and and driving home, and I was reading them, stuck in traffic, Chicago traffic, and saying, wow, this would make a great book. All these items and these newsletters written by the people who worked at LabLine, which was the name of my parents' business. They manufactured Mm. laboratory equipment. I was going to ask you what they did. Yes. Okay. They manufactured laboratory equipment, and... The little nuggets that were there were amazing, and the other thing that was really amazing is I decided I would also like to put some of my father's inventions, his patents, in the book so people would see what he did. So one day I just Googled Alexander I. Newman patents, and 22 of his 26 patents showed up, Mm. Patricia. Mm. It was a gift. I mean, I knew what things looked like that he manufactured when he started with LabLine, but these, some of them were patents that go all the way back to the 30s when he was working for another laboratory equipment business company. So it was shocking, but what a gift. Hmm. Amazing. And I, I love that everything is simple and easy. This is not difficult to get. You know, they're not long paragraphs, not long stories. I was also able, because of the Internet and people knowing other people and staying in touch, I was able to contact former employees, people who worked with my mom and dad. That Mm. was really fantastic. And hear from them how they felt and how important it was to them to tell their story. So I was really glad to tell their stories. Yeah, so you really, this is a legacy. This is really a legacy. legacy. And I think it's also very different today and how people behave, how they treat people. And I asked my uncle, my mother's younger brother, to send me a story because I knew that he worked at LabLine as a kid. He was 10 years younger than my mother and my father was 14 years older than my mother. And he remembers working as a mailboy. Um, mm-hmm. for my dad at the business he had to leave when the son-in-laws were coming in and taking over the business. So that's mm-hmm. when he and my mother started LabLine. And I was expecting a story from my uncle about um, how he did advertising for LabLine. And I thought, well, that would really be terrific to hear what he did. And mm-hmm. then 
I read the story and said, oh, my goodness. It was um, titled, A Lesson in Humanity. Because of what my parents did, they were able to get experimental drugs because mm-hmm. they knew people in, in research um, hospitals and research universities and things like that. And my uncle tells a story in the book of how my father was able to get medicine for a employee that had worked for him for many years, and his son w- was very ill with cancer. And my father was able to get him that medication. And I also tell in the book how remarkable it was that not only did he save so many people's lives by doing this other times, but he actually saved my mother's life mm. because she had tuberculosis in, 19, uh, in 1961, and he refused to put her in a sanitarium. And he mm. was able to get her into a tuberculosis research program at the University of Chicago. And, and this was really all because of the work that he did. He had those contacts. Yes. And, and donating, my father and mother were very philanthropic people, so they also donated a lot of laboratory equipment to many different universities, many different businesses, whoever needed something. And in fact, I was at a book club, and I was listening to this man um, talking about the science work that he did in the research, and afterwards I went up to him and said, I really enjoyed your talk. Thank you. I said, are you familiar with lab line instruments? And he, and he knew your dad. Yes, and he said the best equipment, the most expensive, but the best equipment. And he said, are you familiar with Norm Frankel? And I said, yes, I've known him all my life. And I said, boy, I haven't seen Norm in so long since my father died. And he mm-hmm. said, I see Norm every couple of months. So I wound up being able to talk to Norm. Isn't that and we great? videoed him talking to us, stories about my parents. You've really, so, yeah, you've really yeah, kept the song. You, what, happened, what happened with the company? Did someone buy it? Yes, the company was sold. And as it turned out, it was not knocked down. It was purchased by another company. And I was able to find the owner of that company but the owner of the company and I realized we had already met at O'Hare Airport. There's so much synchronicity in all of this, Patricia. We were waiting for our son and daughter-in-law and our granddaughter to move back from Brazil, and we were waiting at O'Hare Airport, waiting for them to come through customs. I saw people come through, and then I saw this man and this woman, and they smiled at us. And I said, excuse me, is this a plane from Sao Paulo? And they said, yes. And I said, oh, we're waiting for our son and daughter-in-law and granddaughter. They said, yes, mean? And I said, yes. And the man said, oh, they were sitting across the aisle from us, and we just enjoyed them mm. so much. Mm. And I thought, oh, wasn't that syncretic, right? And then when I was thinking about the book, I decided, you know, I'm going to find out what happened. Because um, the superintendent told me that, Bill told me the building had not been closed down. So I called the Chamber of Commerce in Melrose Park, where the business was located, asked them. I looked this company up on the web, and then it said about the owner, and I clicked on it, and it was Dr. Syed, the gentleman mm. I had met in the airport. Yeah, this is, it's, it's called meant-to-be stories, right? These are things that are absolutely meant to be. Yeah, and he said, I, you know, I didn't like the building. It was a Williamsburg-style colonial. It, you know, my parents built it to look like what, you know, they liked in architecture. He said, but I walked in and saw how your parents planned this office with the office and the laboratories and the shipping. It was so perfect for me. He manufactures hair products for women of mm. color. 
Mm. I mean, and we should, no which your parents probably would have loved. Right, oh, your right. parents would, yeah. I did, and I, and I talked to him and spoke with him, and it was just wonderful. So you say somebody else is in a family business, and they are enjoying the good energy and the love that came out of that business. It was wonderful. All right, and on that note, we're going to take a quick break. All right. We have such a wonderful guest on today. My guest is Sheila Glazov. She's a best-selling author, internationally known and award-winning professional speaker, passion educator, and engaging personality expert. Her latest book, which is her seventh or eighth book, is called No Bunk, Just BS, Business Sense, 50 Timely and Timeless Truths Business School Cannot Teach You. And when we come back, we're going to start hearing about those truths. All right, folks, you're listening to the Patricia Raskin Positive Living Show right here on voiceamerica.com, America's Voice. We'll be right back. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. A brave heart is anyone with the courage to be of service to others. If you have that courage, then Bravehearts Radio with Brian Reinbold is for you. Even if you aren't yet, you'll want to still tune in to get inspired, create your own story to share, and change your life for the better. Listen to the stories of service and courage shared by amazing guests and your input, too. Listen for Brave Hearts Radio, Mondays at 4 p.m. Eastern Time and 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Remember, doing good anywhere does good everywhere. Do you want to hear a show about football? How about football moms? What if we told you that was just a start? Tune in for Double Down with Garrett and Mac. Audrey Garrett and Jeracy Mack are moms to some well-known NFL players. Sure, they'll talk football and raising their kids to achieve greatness, but they'll also talk about community and world issues, motherhood, news, and lifestyle topics. Listen in every Monday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific Time, on the Voice America Variety Channel. Psych Up Live with host Dr. Suzanne Phillips offers a psychological perspective on coping with common and current life issues. This show addresses topics as varied as marital stress, insomnia, depression, raising teens, campus violence, and building self-resilience. Listen in as Dr. Phillips and her guest experts share the latest in books, findings, and information that will inform and enhance your life journey. Psych Up Live is heard every Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. are listening to the patricia raskin show if you wish to call into our program today please call 1-866-472-5788 that number again is 1-866-472-5788 you may also send an email to patricia at patriciaraskin.com now back to the patricia raskin show well hello everyone and we are back and we are back with sheila glazov Best-selling author, internationally known, and award-winning professional speaker, passionate educator, and engaging personality expert. She's talking about her latest book, which is her seventh book, or her eighth book, uh, which is uh, a family business memoir. It's called No Bunk, Just BS, which means business sense. 
50 timely and timeless truths business school cannot teach you. Welcome back, Sheila. Thank you, Patricia. Yeah, yeah. And Sheila has appeared on numerous TV and radio stations across the country, Chicago Today's Woman, uh, selected her as one of 100 women making a difference. She's really done an awful lot of work. And the proceeds of her books go to the Juvenile Diabetes Research Foundation. So, all right, Sheila, start telling us about some of these truths. I know we won't get to all 50. People will just have to get the book. But right. um, give us your favorites or the ones that you well, think are absolutely um, key. How it happened is I brought those the books, the notebooks home with all the newsletters. And yeah. then I opened up my dining room table and spread them all out like a storyboard, because I always write with, with a storyboard. And they seemed to find a home for themselves. So that's how I got the five chapters, because they all seemed to go into, like, the first chapter of building a thriving business truth. Second is exemplary leadership truth. Third is employees and teamwork truth. Fourth is customer care and service truth and achieving and maintaining success truths. So they all fit in there very easily. And so that really helped me see where I should go with these truths Um, because there were so many. There were times that I just, I had the hardest time deciding. But, of course, it's really important to have a really good editor and they help you do that. Oh, absolutely. Right, right. So uh, in building... um, Building your business, um, I thought it was really interesting because my father was really big on signing all the books he read. So uh, one of the things he did is, um, do you take enough pride in all your work to sign your name to it? Write your signature below on the line. And really, when you sign something, you're making an agreement. You're putting your name on the line. So I thought that was really interesting. So there's a space in the book for someone to actually sit down and write their name on the line. I think it was Isn't also... Isn't that great? Yeah, well, you know, it luckily... You take it literally. Sure. You basically yeah. take it literally. Exactly. And and we were very lovely. We were very fortunate to have fathers that you know, gave us those examples. It was lovely. And the second um, chapter is exemplary leadership, and this is the eighth truth. And I remember this so well from when I was a child, and I write the story of remembering seeing this poster in the office at LabLine. It was the second office they had and before they built the last building, and it had a big rooster on it, and it said, don't waste time blowing off about what can't be done or you haven't done yet. Get it done first, then start mm-hmm. to crow. Mm-hmm. Thought, wow, perfect, mm-hmm. simple, easy, right? And and that's what I loved about all of them. They were so simple and easy. Um, This is uh, employee and teamwork truth number four. And uh, employees can fall in love with their jobs. You say you love me is the poem. It says, you say you love me, but sometimes you don't show it. In the beginning, you could could not do enough for me. Now you seem to take me for granted. Some days I wonder if I mean anything to you at all. Maybe when I'm gone, you'll appreciate me and all the things I do for you. I'm responsible for getting you the food on your table, for your clean shirt, for the welfare of your children. A thousand and one things you want to need. Why, if it were not for me, you wouldn't even have a car. I've kept you quiet and waited to see how long it would take for you to realize how much you really need me. Cherish me. Take good care of me. And I will continue to take good care of you. Who am I? I am your job. Oh, see now, what do you think I? What do you think I thought it was? 
I don't know because I know the story well. <laughs> I would I have know. said it was the spouse. Ah, okay. Isn't that interesting? See, everyone has a different perspective, right? We know that from all the brain colors we've always talked about. Uh, then on to the chapter of customer service and care, truth number one. How yeah. your customers will judge how well you have treated them. So this was from my father. My father's customer service credo was, the final judge is always the customer explanation. Yep. And, and down below are some other quotes from him that said, the customer is your boss, treat him right. Satisfy the customers in your most important job, and it's your job to do that. And then because they manufactured laboratory equipment, he always said this one. The life you save at LabLine may be your own. Build it well. You don't know where that equipment's going. You go to have a blood test someplace. It could be what you built. Our main objectives should always be new products and the best of service and product quality. It was all about giving people the best that you could possibly make so for them. So let, let me ask you this, and I, uh-huh. I'm guessing this, but I'm sure I'm right. My guess is that the employees at LabLine absolutely loved it there and stayed there yes. a long time. Am I right? They, they did, Patricia. And they said to me, if the company had not been sold, they would still be working for LabLine. So I live about 45 minutes from LabLine, and you could take part of the highway that way. But there was a group of people, and it started with Bill Stutz, who was the superintendent who had given me that call about LabLine, and he lives 40 minutes northwest of me. Then he would drive to where I live. There was a lady who lived just a little bit south of me, and then they would drive another 45 minutes to get to LabLine. Mm. And these people all worked at LabLine more than 25 years. Mm. And one of the best stories was when Jordan and I got to LabLine and we walked in through the shipping department and all of a sudden I heard, Mrs. Newman, Mrs. Newman. And I turned around and there was a gentleman named PJ. PJ had worked for my parents since he was 18 years old. Mm. He had a disability Mm. with his hand. So there were th- certain things he could not do. He did not all have all the fingers on his hand, and he was very disabled. And he looked at me, and I said, PJ, it's Sheila. He said, oh, my gosh, I thought I saw a ghost. You look so much like your mama. And he hugged me. He started Aww. to cry. Did he you said, cry? Oh, of course I did, because I had known him all my life. He said to me, you know, this is my home, and your mm-hmm. parents always treated me with the greatest mm-hmm respect Mm. and I am so you're making me cry Sheila yeah to leave this job but that's how people felt and that's how everybody felt about my parents even after my father died and my mother then came to lab line you know she was everybody's mother and they loved her and when she died do you think 20 years pardon me finish the sentence and then I have a question I'm sorry finish the sentence well, we filled up the synagogue, and it wasn't just with friends and family. It was mm. people from LabLine. They closed LabLine so mm. everyone could come and pay their respects to my mother. Unbelievable. So here's my question, because I've been thinking about this as you've been talking. Because mm-hmm. I, I have a, a friend who, is a, who also comes on the program, and her business was in the family business for 82 years, and the same thing mm-hmm. with customer service. And mm-hmm. she has kept that customer service. Do you think if it was still there today that you'd still, even with everything going on today, you still would have kept the same customer service. Yes, they would have, because that's what they live by. 
And you can tell by everything they wrote in all these pastel newsletters. Mm-hmm. And it was family. And the thing, and this is the last one I want to read you from, Achieving and Maintaining Success. Success mm-hmm. is built on relationships. And it says, yep. meet the success family. The father of success is work. The mother of success is ambition. The eldest mm-hmm. son is common sense. His mm-hmm. brothers are perseverance, honesty, thoroughness, foresightedness, cooperation, and enthusiasm. The eldest mm-hmm. daughter is character. Her sisters are cheerfulness, loyalty, care, economy, sincerity, harmony, and courtesy. The baby, the baby is opportunity. It closes with, become well acquainted with the father of the family, and you will develop successful relationships with the entire family. Wow. Beautiful. Really beautiful. Yeah. It it really is, and it's beautiful to look back on. And uh, my father had, um, at that time, she was considered a secretary, not Mm -hmm. an assistant. And Mm -hmm. she worked with my father at the previous company he had worked with. And when Mm -hmm. he said he was going to leave and start this business, she left a very good job. She was a woman who was taking care of both her parents and she trusted my father and my mother. And it was the three of them together that did what they did. And she was always there. So my father had Julia helping him and my mother. And I was able to, by the web, getting in touch with one of the nephews mm-hmm. of this lady, really a, a grandnephew. I, we, mm-hmm. Jordan and I were able to sit down with the family and hear their stories of what she said to them about LabLine and what they knew. And one of the things they said is when she was older, she sold her home and needed to go into assisted living. But she was waiting and waiting because there was a long waiting list. Did you ever consider Sheila taking over the business? Did you ever think about it? No, because it it was sold. um, It's a long story of how it was sold, and that's something I think it would just wait way too long to explain. I wish Mm -hmm. my niece had taken over the business. She would have been absolutely terrific because she was a, she's a, the kind of person, well, you know, Patricia from My Brain Color, she's a very yellow, organized, green brainer who has a system for everything. And um, my creative soul would have helped, but not so yeah. to run that kind yeah. of business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so yeah. I, and think we, I, you know, I really to relate know. to the creative part, absolutely. Right. Exactly. All right, exactly. we're going to take a break again. And when we come back, we're going to hear more of your incredible wisdom of of no bunk just bs which is business sense 50 timely and timeless truths business school cannot teach you with my guest sheila glazov who's a best-selling author internationally known and award-winning professional speaker passion educator and engaging personality expert she this is her seventh book or she's working on her seventh book which is a third of the series what color is your brain And all of the proceeds from all her books go to the Juvenile Diabetes Research Foundation. She was also named in Chicago Women newspaper as 100 Women Making a Difference. All right. Stay tuned. We're going to come back with Sheila. She's going to give us more of the 50 and timeless truths that business school can teach you. Right here on the Patricia Raskin Show on voiceamerica.com. We'll be right back. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. 
VoiceAmerica.com. Want an insider's pass to everything that goes on in Hollywood? Join Summer Helene every week for Behind the Scenes. Summer Helene is known as the Duchess of Hollywood because she knows the insiders, legends, and celebs and brings the stories, the gossip, and the backstage scoop. It's the real Hollywood, though. So this program is for adults only. Behind the Scenes can be heard live every Friday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time and 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Get ready to go inside the lives of some of the top recording artists the music industry has known. Join host Troy Bronstein every week as he becomes a prince among queens. Troy discusses the careers and past, present, and future projects from these artists. And if there's time on each show, you just might hear some performance gems as well. Listen for Prince Among Queens every Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone, and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. Live Fridays at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Variety Channel. Voice America is on your favorite smart speaker. If you have Alexa or Google Home, go ahead and give us a try. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast on TuneIn. You are listening to The Patricia Raskin Show. If you wish to call into our program today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That number again is 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to Patricia at PatriciaRaskin.com. Now, back to The Patricia Raskin Show. Hi, everyone, and welcome back. I'm Patricia Raskin. And I have my wonderful guest, Sheila Glazov, who we discovered or decided we have known each other since 2009 when I first interviewed her on all her books about colors of the brain. And we have to promote that book. What color is your brain? Take a look at it, everyone. Go to Sheila Glazov's website. And we're talking about her new book today. Uh, but this is that it's great series, What Color Is Your Brain? And there's four different colors, and it's fascinating. Sheila Glazov is a best-selling author, internationally known, and award-winning professional speaker, passion educator, and engaging personality expert. Her brand new book is No Bunk. It's a business memoir of her family. No bunk, just BS, which means business sense. 50 timely and timeless business truths that 50 timely and timeless truths business school cannot teach you. That's a tongue twister a little bit, Sheila. It's a tongue twister, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, but it's so great to have you back. And you're telling us all of these wonderful timely truths. So give us some more about your book. I I was telling you about um, my dad's uh, girl Friday, Julia. And so she wanted to move into this assisted living community, and there was a long waiting list. And so she said, okay. And then she called, she, she called her nephews. She was a single woman, never married. And she called her nephew about a week later and said, I have an apartment. And they all said, oh, it must be Mrs. Newman. 
my mother had called the assisted mm-hmm. living and paid mm-hmm. for her to move into the uh, assisted living. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, wow. that's that's how. I mean, I called her Aunt Julia when I was a child because I I couldn't call you her Miss Amarillo. That was so that was so formal, and she was so warm and loving and was at our all right, home so, all the time. Uh, all right. So wait a minute. You just said something that I I really mm-hmm. want to pick up on because mm-hmm. we hear so much about business bottom line. You know, make sure that you're lean and mean and all that. Mm-hmm. That's not what I'm hearing. So I want to ask no. you, when you think mm-hmm. about money with the business in, in what you were taught, income, money, bottom line, how do you square that with the business that your family had? Where did money really fit in? Well, it fit in for my father and mother to make sure their employees had good salaries and they had a safe place to work. And they were able to take care of their families. They always made sure at Thanksgiving, everybody got a turkey. Everybody Mm -hmm. had time off. Everybody was doing something at the family picnic that they had every summer. So it was a family business. And Mm -hmm. I always thought it was very funny that no one ever called my father Mr. Newman, ever. They called him Newman. And that was really? their affectionate name for him. They just were so attached to him that they couldn't call him Mr. Newman. And it was fine with him that they called him Newman. It was just fine. He found it very complimentary. And he, he was... Um, so the bottom line was important, but most important was, was... And, of course, your customers were important. But your employees were just as important as the bottom line. Is that what I'm hearing? Right. If you don't have... Your customers, you don't have your people who are employees and team members, you don't have a business. Exactly. And my exactly. father treated them like family. Yeah. Like, again, yeah. another story that we came, I'll never forget this, pulling up in our old <laughs> maroon Buick that my parents bought in 1948 after the war, and we had it till 1958 because they worked so hard, they put the money into the business, pulling up our driveway and seeing all these colors under our front door. It was white, and it was, and this, all these colors were on the stoop. And I, I remember, it's in the book, I remember saying to my dad, Daddy, what is that? I leaned out the window. We were driving up the driveway for slowly, and I thought, what is that? When we got out of the car, Patricia, there was... A bevy of birds on the stoop. They were pheasants. Mm. They, and then my dad said, I know what this is, because my mother said, how did they just land here and die? My mm. father said, do you remember when I got the medication for that employee? And I remembered my dad being on the phone a lot and with things like that. And he said, this must be from, I don't remember the man saying, I wish I did. Because it's his way of saying thank you for the medication mm-hmm. for his, his family member because mm-hmm. he was a hunter. Mm-hmm. So my mother took the birds to the butcher and he took care of dressing the birds and we all had pheasants. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but he, people, there, the ways they could thank my father. Mm-hmm. I think uh, another story that was so remarkable is... Yeah, before, before you tell that... Do you think that's still around today, Sheila, or do you think we've lost that? I think they're still around if they can be because they get bought up like large, yes. by larger yeah. businesses. Yeah. So Labline is now part of another very large global company that happened to be 
Fisher Scientific that was my father's biggest competitor. Mm. So um, it's, it's, there are some that I think last, but it's really hard. Patricia, it's very hard for people to do that. You see that with the restaurants that have gone out of business. They've been family businesses forever, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I think that that's, I think is hard for people because they are a family. That's how they felt about one another. That's how they treated one another. And mm-hmm. I think that was what was so beautiful about Labline is that how they, that's how they treated everyone. Hmm. Wonderful. All right, tell your story now, now that I, I asked know, my question. I, I think the story that I was part of that I didn't realize was um, my mom, after her TB surgery, could not drive because she had this huge um, scar under her right breast, around her side and upper shoulder from the TB surgery, removing the upper right lobe of her lung, um, that my dad was able, when my dad was able to get her into the University of Chicago, well, it was experimental surgery, and afterwards she couldn't drive for a long time. So one day I came home from school, and she said to me, Sheila, we have to drive downtown. I said, okay, you know, you're a young kid. You're so thrilled to have your license. And Chicago was nothing like it is now in 1961. So we went downtown, and my mother said, here, make a U-shape turn here on, on South Michigan Avenue. So I did, and she looked at me, and she said, lock the doors. I'll be right back. And she trotted off across Michigan Avenue and into this old, rickety-looking building. And she came back in a few minutes, and she got in the car, and she was holding a little cardboard box. And like it was a preemie, I mean, a little tiny baby, holding this on her lap. And she, said, she looked at me and said, Sheila, we were never here. I said, mm-hmm. okay, Mom, we were never here. We drive what, home. What, I, I don't understand. Explain I, that to me. Well, I'll tell you what it was. So then we drive home. My mother says nothing about the box, like we were never there. My father comes home, asks her if she gets the package. He said, yes, it's up on your hat shelf, Al, is what my mother said. And so that was it. We have breakfast. We have uh, the next morning, my father walks out with this box. Nothing is ever said about this box again. This is 1961. I'm married in 1967. We're looking through the pictures of the wedding, and my mother says, I'm so happy that Carl and Betty Lair were able to come to the wedding, and it's just a miracle and a blessing. And then my mother says, Sheila, do you remember the little brown box? I said, who could ever forget that experience, mother? But we were never there. She said, right. Mm -hmm. That box. So explain that. Explain it to us. That little box carried experimental breast cancer medication mm-hmm. that this lab was working on. And my mm-hmm. father sent my mother to the lab with me, <laughs> and we brought it home. Next day, my father took it to lab line, and he sent it to Betty and Carl Lair. And six years later, they were dancing at Jordan's in my wedding. Mm-hmm. Right, stories like that. That you just say, oh my, and I was so much a part of that. Yeah. I, I, I never forgot that. And mm-hmm. I think that is what people who own a small business, a family business do for people. They will take the risk mm-hmm. to take care of someone's family, to help them save their lives, and to yeah. befriend them. Yeah. And that's what was mm-hmm. so beautiful about what my parents built. They befriended Amazing. the people who worked for them. And the people who were customers, because the layers were customers so, out there. So what would you say, I mean, this is so much part of you, I can hear it and feel it. What lessons did your parents teach you 
of all these lessons that you feel you use in your life today? Well, my mother always says, Sheila, tell the truth. You never have to remember what you said. Now you know where the truth came from. And I my parents were very philanthropic in their community. They built a synagogue. They built a hospital. They helped with the school um, in our community. And I saw that of giving back to other people and being grateful that you can do that. And even if you don't have a lot to give, you still give. Mm-hmm because it's your community, and it comes from your family. Mm. And that's what I think so many people did grow up with um, if they were children of the 40s and 50s. It wasn't an inclusionary time, sadly, but it was a time where people knew their neighbors. Mm. They got together as a community. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. And, And sometimes we've lost that. Not always, but that's what I think we want to get back to. Right, that's we're working on it. We're, yeah. we're working on that, right? Absolutely. And that's how I All feel right. about this book. It's giving people the tool to know how to do this yeah. with all these wonderful oh. things from the employees at LabLine. Absolutely. All right. On that note, we're going to take a break. Come back for our last segment with Sheila Glazov, who is a best-selling author, internationally known and award-winning professional speaker, passionate educator, and engaging personality expert. Her newest book, which is uh, number six is a business memoir from her family, and it's entitled No Bunk, Just BS, meaning Business Sense, 50 Timely and Timeless Truths Business School Cannot Teach You. Uh, Sheila, what's your, what's your uh, website, please? It's uh, SheilaGlazov.com, and if you can't remember how to spell my name, just put in Your Brain Color. Okay. All right. And, but it's G-L-A-Z-O-V. Correct. All right. All right, everyone. Stay tuned. You're listening to the Patricia Raskin Positive Living Show. We'll be right back. Bye-bye. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. Today, our 40s sit firmly in midlife. We are starting to feel our place and have many productive years ahead. But now is the best time to plan for our future life. Listen for 45 Forward with host Ron Roel. From retirement to health and technology to caring for our parents, no topic is off the table. We don't have a roadmap to our actual future, but we can start to plan more effectively. Tune into 45 Forward, Mondays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific Time, on the Voice America Variety Channel. Tune in every week for Making Action Happen, hosted by Sarah Blackhurst. The program takes you inside Action 22, a Colorado-based community outreach organization established in 1999. The show focuses on public policies, both politically driven or not, which have ongoing and immediate impact on the Colorado community and the world. It doesn't matter where you are, you can make action happen. Listen Thursdays at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time, and 1 p.m. Mountain Time on Voice America Variety. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. You 
are listening to The Patricia Raskin Show. If you wish to call into our program today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That number again is 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to Patricia at PatriciaRaskin.com. Now, back to The Patricia Raskin Show. Hi, everyone, and we are back. And I'm Patricia Raskin. And my guest is Sheila Glazov, best-selling author, internationally known and award-winning professional speaker, passion educator, and engaging personality expert. She's giving us relevant and practical business truths from her latest book, which is number six. It's a family business memoir. It's entitled No Bunk, Just BS Business Sense, 50 Timely and Timeless Truths That Business School Cannot Teach You. Welcome back, Sheila. All right. Okay. Tell us some more of these wonderful, timeless truths. Okay. So I'm going to give you exemplary leadership truth number seven. A leader is not a boss. So it's boss versus leader. The boss drives the team. The leader coaches them. The boss depends on authority. The leader on goodwill. The boss inspires fear. The leader inspires enthusiasm. The boss says, I will. The leader says, we will. The boss defines the task. The leader sets the pace. The boss says, get here on time. The leader gets there ahead of time. The boss fixes the blame for the breakdown, and the leader fixes the breakdown. The boss makes work a drudgery. The leader makes it a game. The boss says, go. The leader says, let's go. The world needs leaders, but nobody wants a boss. I love it. Did you write that? No, no, I did not. And I, I think it's very interesting because one of the things I really loved about the highlighter newsletters that my dad sent out was on top of the, each newsletter was his mission statements. So in the book, I, I give the mission statement, and then I have a, another page next to it so people can write it for their own business because it's important to know what it is. Do we have time for me to read that to you quickly? Yes, we do. Okay. The objective of LabLine shall be to provide the scientists with the best-made, best-performing, and the most modern instruments to do his work, to provide jobs and job security for those who apply themselves consistently and effectively to their jobs, and to make a profit to continue its operations and maintain its objectives. And so on the next page, the people write what their objective is and what, what sh- they should provide with the best, and they, they fill that in, and the most, and to do a blank, you know, what kind of work, and to provide, they fill that in, and security, and for those who apply themselves, and to make a profit to continue whatever operation it might be, and to maintain, and they fill in what objectives they have. That's great. Makes people stop and think. Great. Yeah. So closing thoughts, what would you like to leave our listeners with today? To leave people with the idea that you can be that team with just a kernel of an idea like my parents had, just this little idea, and it grew into a business that supported 250 families. Hmm. And I think we can still do that today, Patricia. I think you do it with truthfulness and commitment and treating people the way my parents treated people with respect. Yeah. What would you, how can people find you? Uh, because I want them to look not just at this book, but at your book, um, What Color Is Your Brain? And, you know, just explain that book very briefly. We have a okay. couple minutes. So What Color Is Your Brain, as it says on the cover, is a fun and fascinating approach 
to understanding yourself and others. And I always say to people, just imagine you're on um, a corner of an intersection and a blue person on one corner, a green, an orange, and a yellow. So the four corners are there, and then there's something important in the middle of the intersection. So we just had Valentine's Day, so it's your Valentine in the middle of the intersection. Everybody who's standing on the corner has a backpack, and in their backpack is their backstory. So their mm-hmm. backstory influences how they see that Valentine or their mm-hmm. romantic relationship in the middle of the intersection. What's interesting mm-hmm. is sometimes we don't even realize what's in our backpack, and other people don't have a clue. So I say to people, you get to know, need to know what is in everybody's backpack. Don't make a mm-hmm. judgment about them when you first see them. Get to know what's in their backpack. Get to mm-hmm. respect and appreciate what's in their backpack. And we need to and do it for ourselves because we forget sometimes. Oh, my goodness, I was carrying that around in my backpack. What a great idea. What a wonderful and you, experience. And you came up with these from uh, research, from your own research? Yes. yes. From um, I, I taught, I'm, I'm an educator, um, K through 12, and then I taught high school English as a second language and creativity at the college level. And I also taught Myers-Briggs type indicator, which is wonderful, yes. but I'm very, I'm very dyslexic. So I have a very hard time mm-hmm. with the personality types and arranging the letters in a format that people can understand. It mm-hmm. was confusing to me. And I felt because of being um, an educator and using color so much in my teaching, the best thing to do would be to use the colors because it's your greatest stimulant. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. So that book, What Color Is Your Brain? And the newest book, no bunk, just BS, Business Sense, 50 Timely and Timeless Truths Business School Cannot Teach You by Sheila Glazoff, who's a best-selling author, a Chicago woman, uh, named her as 100 Women Making a Difference. All of her books are donated, I mean, benefit the Nat Juvenile Diabetes Research Foundation. So they're, the, the, the money is all donated to them, which is really such so wonderful, so philanthropic. All right, Sheila, um, I want to thank you so much for being on. It was just delightful. And it's my pleasure, Patricia. Thank you for this opportunity and to speak to your listeners. And it is always a pleasure because I also learn from you, especially when we're planning these interviews. <laughs> Thank you. All right, stay on the line for a second. All right, folks, that wraps up this edition of the Patricia Raskin Positive Living Show. Remember, stay healthy, stay happy, get the support you need, and know you can make your dreams come true. Contact me, Patricia, at patriciaraskin.com, and I'll put you on my newsletter list. Like me on Facebook, Patricia Raskin, Raskin Resources. And if you want to start your own podcast, your own program, contact me, Patricia, at patriciaraskin.com, and I will help you put it together. That's what I do. All right, folks, until next time, have a great week. I'm Patricia Raskin. Bye-bye. Bye for now. Thank you for tuning in to this week's edition of The Patricia Raskin Show. Be sure to join Patricia Raskin and another amazing guest next Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have an outstanding week.